Like you could be say, Hey, I'm thankful for man in motion because it's my favorite night ranger record. And then I'll give you shit about it. Whatever you want. You know, something like that. Josh, let me show you my list. I actually have the words man in motion. (laughs) I figured (laughs) you guys are predictable. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Fans in Motion podcast, the only podcast you didn't know you needed. Oh, yeah. yeah. I look at my friends staring back at me, and I say, I once was a lad with great expectations, smiling and showing their future to me. And now I'm a man I see more than ever. you leading us back to our reason to be. Say hello, Josh. Everybody thinks they're a lad with great expectations, but nobody wants to be the macho man. Oh, yeah. I'm the only one that, I don't a little, have a wrestling impersonation. A little bit of a uh, reason to be, which uh, your footage made an appearance on the uh, uh, interwebs. I was very happy with that. I was uh, uh, so happy when they played that song. We'll get into it in a later mm-hmm. episode, but I was Were like... You- were you thankful? I was very thankful. I took, I was taken aback. I'm like, oh my God. And I just happened to have my camera rolling. So I was like, so happy. I, and, and you kind of forget, at least I do. I, I, if a song isn't really prevalent in my, my uh, ears and my playlist, I, I forget how much I really enjoy. So when you see it live, it really, you know, brings it right back. Like, oh man, this song is so damn good. So, yeah, that's the lyric of this show is the reason to be. And, of course, we're in the holidays to be thankful. So my reason to be is uh, to entertain the four people that are watching the show. Two of them are already on the screen, so two other people outside the show. and Brent's mom. Two of those people are not my family members who don't watch watch our show at all. Brent's mom. She was one of my favorite fans of Motions. <laughs> you know, maybe, don't make me go with Andre the Giant as an impersonation. <laughs> From what? What's that movie? Uh, no more Princess, rhyming, and I mean it. Princess Bride. I could crush you with this rock. That was your. That was your setup, Josh. A, Anybody want a peanut? Listen, <laughs> I'm still thinking about Brent's mom on Fans in Motion. <laughs> Only Fans in Motion. Yep. Uh, Are you going to ask Brent to say hi and all that shit? I I said Brent pointed to him and yeah, he I went off on that. A, Andre the Giant. Uh, then you started getting horny over my mother and. Hey, now listen. You know, old women are like kittens. You put them in the right spot, they purr. Oh, my Lord. Really? <laughs> I've never so, known that. Oh, hey, what episode are we uh, doing there, Andrew? Well, because it's Thanksgiving, right? And I'm not thankful so far. Or we're close to Thanksgiving <laughs> as we record this. Um, Josh had the idea of uh, we want to talk about three things. Is that was your number you said on, Josh? Three things that we're thankful for. In regards to Night Ranger themselves, yeah, three things for Night Ranger. Like, you know, basically, uh, we had no better idea. So, yeah, hey, let's lead into Thanksgiving. <laughs> what three things, just three things off the top of your head, are you thankful for when it comes to the Night Ranger universe? Um, so it can be anything, it could be anything at all. Uh, um, Andy, I'm thankful for this hat. Well, that don't count. And these signed pictures I have behind me. Mm, look at that. Look at that. You forged those. Yeah. 
Drum head. Look at that. Drum head. I'm thankful my Bengals beat the Steelers this yeah, week. Yeah, um, yeah. Although they look like crap, I'll take well, it. Minus Joe. They got a lot of injuries. Minus Joe Mixon, minus Jamar Chase. A lot of injuries on defense. Uh, you know, hey, we'll I'll take, take it. it. Hey, um, I'll take, take P Ryan any day over, over Mixon. Dude, P, I'm not a big. P Ryan and Tyler Boyd and the refs lost that Super Bowl for us. <laughs> Tyler Boyd with, with the, the well, they had like that phantom oh. holding call. I love it. Uh, that gave him the first down, and then uh, yeah. uh, Tyler Boyd dropped a big third down pass, and then P Ryan like didn't even make an attempt on that last play. And um, so I'm not a big P Ryan fan. Anyways, um, Andrew. Yes, sir. Hello, present. What? What's your third number three thing uh, that you're thankful for when it comes to the Night Ranger universe? Well, I'd say my number three. Uh, predictable is Josh. Even before we start pre-prep show, you stated, uh, <laughs> "You really gonna go uh, with it?" Yeah, is uh, I'm 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 happy and thankful for the album Man in Motion. And we were just talking before we started recording that this list could be endless for me. There's so many things I I'm thankful for this band, but off the top of my head, and Josh gave us the 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 notes earlier. And, hey, you come up with something. This was one of the first things that popped in my mind because I really. And we've talked and gushed about this album before. I I just thankful that this album exists. Two of my favorite Night Ranger songs are off this album, uh, with "Don't Start Thinking" and uh, "Halfway to the Sun." And then you got "Reason to Be," which I opened the show with. And um, you know, plus it's uh, the the tour. Brent and I saw him at a small venue in Cincinnati, Bogarts, and just uh, I'm glad this album exists in my universe. I don't want to live in a world that doesn't have Man in Motion in it. So uh, thank you, Jack, Brad, Kelly, Jeff, and Fitz. Jesse. Yeah. Fitz Jesse. Has a, Fitz, ha, Fitz has a co-write on it. There's he has like, a co-write. There's like three keyboardists on that record. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to be thankful for that. I'm glad the classic era ended on that record and not Big Life. Um, yeah. You know, I'm glad that we at least got that and it's heavy and you kind of know right away if someone's a true night ranger fan if they bring up man in motion um because yeah. you know they were there for the the long haul yeah they're not just bringing out yeah i loved uh midnight madness it's like yeah they they had other albums after that and i was 11 when that came out and i mean i was thankful for it because you know it enlightened me because i really didn't know um you know uh who ran the place and then from that album i learned that it was working girls and then i knew where they were at they were in outer space so uh you know i at least you know was able to you know get wow. some life lessons i was like where's that. he going with this and, and josh like, went you pulled me right in on that josh and i'm on my way yeah <laughs> kick that All bedroom right. door open i wanted to say something um you're talking about that man in motion tour, Andy, yeah. and you know, and the, the famous ho ho incident. I don't uh, I'm know where something happened with some pastry treats. I don't know what show it was of uh, the two we just recently saw, whether it was Cleveland or Nashville, Indiana. Nashville, I was a little buzzing. Um, people were buying me beer and handed handing handing it to me, but somebody had a some kind of snack cake at one of the up at one of the shows. And I went and I went and I was like, hey, it's tweaky. And they said, Yeah, it's not a ho ho. 
and I don't remember who it was and what the hell they had. I hope I'm, I'm not known for that, but yeah, uh, you're known for that. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thankful for the opportunity to throw ho hos at the band. That's so actually, you, you know, a lot of people think the uh, when they go to Night Ranger shows and they go through security, they're checking for weapons and you know long lens <laughs> cameras and stuff. It's actually they're look looking for certain pastries. Uh, like here comes yeah. the fat kid. Yeah. Check his pockets yeah. for pastries. You know, this ever, is not the pastry tour. <laughs> ever since '88, they don't '89. They don't want. It's in uh, a rider now. Scan for hohos and so was the was the hohos back then were they wrapped in foil? Yes. Yeah. 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 I would have set off some uh, alarms at that point in time. All right, Uh, Brent. What is your number three of Night Ranger Thanksgiving? I am going with the absolute obvious. I am thankful for fans. Well, you know what? I'm thankful for fans' emotion. I'm thankful for you two guys, and I'm thank you for this huge. Yeah, it's what sixty five hundred community huge. people. Huge, it's huge. Look at that man! Look at that steering wheel, man! That steering wheel is huge. You guys remember huge. tiny? You guys remember tiny Saturday Night Live? No. Little little Elvis the saddle on the dashboard. That's I know it. I want to watch it now. That's like no. oh the eighty nine ninety. Anyway, sorry. But no, this community has just been fantastic. Um, met so many great people. I mean, we had a brother come from over the seas. Didn't um from jolly old England. And I ain't gonna say your name because you know who I'm talking about. But anyway, um no, I'm thankful for this. Um gives me a reason to, you know, shit on you guys. A reason to be. A reason to be to be. No. It it just it if it was for Night Ranger, we wouldn't have this. So I'm thankful for this. Yeah, it's a blessing. Just get it out of the way. Blessing and a curse. Josh is like (laughs) blessing my ass. (laughs) What? You don't like the way Jeff Watson plays guitar on this? <laughs> Too bad. Go move along. What about you, Josh? You know. Do you have a, a thing you're anything you're thankful for? I would say my uh my number three is I'm thankful for the last 10, 11 years, the last decade or so of Night Ranger. Sure. I mean, think about it. We got somewhere in California. We got four studio up somewhere in California. High road, don't let up. ATBPO. All great studio records. You even throw an acoustic record in there that I really haven't ever listened to. And um, the live record. All right. Yeah. You have the band touring nonstop, um, playing Ohio every two weeks. Boom. It's been a great decade. And then you think of some of these bands who are their contemporaries. Um, think of Loverboy. I mean, yeah, mighty lover boy. I mean, I think they got a you know a solo record. Maybe it just came out, but um, are they on par with Night Ranger now? No, maybe one or two studio records in the last 10, 12 years. Ario Speedwagon, they tour a lot, but no new studio record. I think since like nineteen ninety seven, yeah, ninety five in I there. Think you might be right on this. Sad. Um, like, I don't even know if Survivor exists. Like, I know that Frankie Sullivan has it going, but who the fuck knows what's going on there? Um, think, about, think about Van Halen. Think about the last 20 years of Van Halen that was mm. just wasted. You yeah. know, some live shows here and there, but wasted. Um, Sticks, you know, I would say Sticks is doing pretty well. I mean, obviously they're a great live band and they've been releasing studio records right. here recently and that are really good. So um 
but uh, you know like i said night ranger compared to some of these bands in the 80s um they're having you know very rarely does a band i've said this before very rarely does a band that's celebrating their 40th anniversary have one of their best decades or best yeah, yeah one of their best decades this late in their career and they all look good they sound good i mean as much as you know one doesn't want to make looks of it you know when you see lover boy and mike reno yeah. yeah it's like my it's like you know my uncle bob at thanksgiving getting up yep. there and singing with the karaoke machine almost um it uh you know i think you know the visuals is a good part of it and you know so that's what i'm thankful for i'm i'm thankful that night range is on the top and kicking ass in 2022 going into 2023 and still uh, arguably still putting out good music because mm-hmm. there's bands that are still crapping out albums, but like maybe mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you know, not yeah. a knock on just saying, you know, your music is not, it, it's, it's suffering. Yeah. Night Ranger's still putting out top notch material. Yeah. We're not getting like, you know, not that Hole in the Sun was horrible, but it was definitely, a, it's a divided, you know, yeah. album. People have a lot of opinions on it. And I mean, just those four records, there's tons of good songs on them. Like most time I get a new record from a band. If I can get two tracks that are just killer, I'm happy. It's like, I got yeah. two new songs, the rest, eh, maybe a couple here and there. Um, and, uh, but with night Ranger, it's like, you can throw those out, those songs, you know, there's usually one dud on each record. I think we all rank them. And, you know, generally speaking, mm-hmm. it's like, eh, all right, everybody's, you yeah. know, on the same page with that one. But, that's fine, you know. I mean, yeah, but um, they've got songs off their. I mean, especially off "Don't Let Up" that I would, I wish they would play live. Mm-hmm. You know, usually with the later albums, and and Brent, I'll, I'll use Kiss as an example, and I'm not knocking them, but like, I didn't love particularly love anything off of Sonic Boom or Monster, and I know you did, and I'm not I'm not trying to get into that debate with you. My point is, is I want to hear stuff off Night Ranger's new albums. Like I, I want them to extend their set list. Like, don't take anything mm-hmm. out, but add, you know, comfort me. Add, don't let up. You know, keep, give me somehow, some way. G- give me, and your hits. You yeah, know, I mean, it's not that you don't want to hear it. And give me high road. And those two Kiss records, which those Kiss records were released in like two thousand eight and two thousand twelve. Um, those were kind of examples. I got three songs, maybe. Sure. Off of each record that I truly enjoyed, and the rest were just eh, okay. I mean, to me, just to get modern day Delilah and uh, Hell or Hallelujah, those right. two songs, it, just to have those two songs, it's worth it. Um, but uh, you know, other than that, you know, hearing a seventy year old Paul Stanley sing "I'm a Freak," yeah, <laughs> doesn't quite quite do it anymore. But uh. But yeah, um, yeah, you, you're hitting my point exactly, Josh. Yeah. I agree. I, I mean, I like modern day Delilah, and if I hear it live, I'm okay. But and Kiss is probably a bad example because they have such a massive catalog that there's so much I'd want to hear. But uh, you know, Brent, I know you're probably chomping at the bit to say something. So I'm just please. shutting up. Well, but you know, what I'm saying I'm not doing it as an attack on. Kiss. Oh, I know. I you know. know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I love them. I'm just saying I don't long to hear new Kiss music, but I do hope that there's more night ranger music in the future and if in i love the new stuff so that's what i'm trying to say well, without, without know, knocking other bands and it's like you know paul saying like well we we produced it and we wrote all the songs and i'm like yeah it kind of sounds like it <laughs> um 
you know it's like uh yeah i would give you that on monster but sonic i was listening to sonic boom today i, I like love. i like sonic boom more than i do um monster. monster yeah but like uh to me all the gene songs suck except for is there an animal i'm an animal or is that the song that's yeah, on there yeah, that's that song one. that's the gene song that i think is really good i think the gene songs on monster are better even though i hate the lyrics what's the uh, back uh, to the stone age back to the stone age i was thinking like caveman i hate the lyric but the fucking you know the 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 music is killer and then uh the paul songs you know stand that's just fucking that's a turd and what's the other song See, that, i i was in the car picking up taking lexi to my sister's tonight and like and that was on and she's singing it and, and i'm loving it hey did your sister well, ask about me no she did not All by right. the way you're sitting next to her at the wedding no 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 you're not you're sitting next to me she's sitting with my mom i'm sitting next to his mom <laughs> she's my favorite fan of motion all right brent or andy, andy uh what is your number two ah my number two goes way back in the night ranger time machine mr peabody I like that reference i am thankful that one bradley gillis did not stay with ozzy osbourne and decided to stick with his boys back in the bay area because he was on a trajectory he could have gone a whole different path and i don't know if it was ever truly entertained in his uh his mind but uh you you replaced Randy Rhodes, and you are in a position. I mean, again, I don't know the full story. Maybe he was never offered the position as a going forward, but fucking Ozzy and your band is. I, I don't even think were they even signed at that time. They had just gotten signed, and they were recording when he got the gig. And no idea what the future holds, but you got Ozzy, who is a proven madman. But Brad said no. Uh, at least in my head, he said no. He may have not been given the opportunity. So, thankful Mr. Gillis said, uh, I'm going to stick with uh, think, the old Rubicon boys. I think one big reason would be kind of what you just, the word you just said. Do you want your boss to be a madman? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sharon! You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, how stable is that? And you got to remember, I don't know if how we look at Ozzy now you know, with these, you know, the 2020 vision or whatever, you're talking a fr Ozzy fresh out of oh, he was Black Sabbath. Um, hey, Josh, real quick, put Brad on the blower and let's ask him. <laughs> we'll know, get him on the show somehow. I can't imagine he liked Sharon saying, okay, Bradley, you need to stay in this box. Stand, so yeah. You need to stand in this box like Rudy does. So daddy can walk on the stage and go back and forth and say, I love you because this daddy stage, not Bradley's. You know, and there could have been some scuttlebutt from others because you got to remember, uh, you know, that. So when, when was this? This was 82. When did Blizzard come out? 80 or 81? I don't know. I think it came out in 80. But uh, so Blizzard of Oz, originally it was supposed to be a band, Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. Ozzy. Lee uh, was it Lee Kirkslake, the drummer, mm -hmm. um, Bob Daisley, the Daisley. bassist, and Randy Rhodes. It's supposed to be a band, and Lee Kirkslake, um, a little bit, but mainly Bob Daisley and Randy Rhodes wrote a lot of those music. 
And yeah. Bob Daisley wrote a lot of the lyrics. And it was supposed to be a band called Blizzard of Oz. And when the album was released, it's Ozzy in big words and Blizzard of Oz is small, you know, kind of the name of the album. Um, so you have that. You have the second record, again, written a lot by Randy Rhodes. And uh, and this is backed up by other yeah, people in the, sure. you know, uh, in the, uh, you know, it's just not allegations, but Bob Daisley, um, Randy Rhodes and Lee Kirkslate wrote a lot of that record. And um, when they started basically making a fuss about, hey, you know, songwriting credits and money, they're gone. That's when Brad's there. Brad's there with Rudy and uh, 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 Tommy on drums because they had fired Bob Daisley and Lee Kirkslake for making a stink right so you know and wasn't it, randy on the verge of leaving too it's been said, they, the rumor say. yeah it's been said um so you know you get that hey uh, you know i'm in ozzy's band yeah the reason why you're in ozzy's band number one the guy before you died in the fucking airplane and accident hit the bus uh yeah. number two the other two guys were fired because uh yeah it's not really a band it's you know? yeah and right. if you look at Bark at the Moon, which is the album uh, that came out the year after Gillis was in the band, mm -hmm. um, there's all the songwriting credits are suddenly Ozzy. And even though Jakey e. Lee had written most of Bark at the Moon. So yeah. isn't that he, still a bone of contention? Oh, God. Yeah. Jake yeah. Now. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, that's why. Well, what's his name? Uh, is it? Phil Susan or the yeah. Phil Susan. Susan, the bass player. Yes. So he's oh, the Susan, bass. Yeah. Yeah. He's the bass player on um the ultimate sin. And the reason why he left was because he had written basically uh what's the big hit off of Sin uh Shot in the Dark. He had basically written that and I think they forced Ozzy's name on the songwriting credits, you know, and um sounds like Ozzy's a dick. Uh, it's it's Sharon. It's so, not him. So for the next record, for the next record, you know, Phil was like, I'm not giving you my songs unless this happens. And then, yeah, you know, he's um, gone. So, uh, yeah, um, and it's not I mean, that's not all uncommon. If you look at old Elvis records like um, mm -hmm. I don't know what song off the top of my head, but, you know, some of those, you know, the old 50s uh, songs, you'll see Elvis as a co-writer. Well, part of them, the deal to get, you know, because, hey, Elvis, record your song. You're going to make some money, right? All yeah. right. You want Elvis to record a song. You put him on there as a songwriter. They didn't really give a shit of getting clout as a songwriter. No one cared about that. It was to get the songwriting money. So were you sure. willing to give up 50% of your, yeah, you know, of your thing or get nothing and. So, anyways, well, yeah. who was the original guy that took over for Randy? Was it was it Tony McAlpine? Who who no, was? It? Uh, it um, was I can't. Uh, Bernie Bernie, Bernie Tor Torme. Yeah, and yeah. you. So you got to look at this, Andy. Um, Ozzy, I think helped propel Night Ranger because Brad had that clock coming from Ozzy, and like I said, when I saw "Don't Tell Me You Love Me" on MTV, I'm like, oh my god, that's that's Brad yeah. Gillis. Sure. That's Ozzy's guitar player. You know, yeah, and I don't think Bernie Torme was ever 
wasn't going to stay there. He had agreed to come in for a few shows. And, right. And then Brad was able to, Brad was actually at a couple of those shows side right. on the side. If side I stage, right. right. So, um, but there you go. Our Thanksgiving slash Brad Gillis episode. Tribute. Um, yeah. Did we get your number two, Brent? No. You no. Um, my number two would have to be, there's so many of them, but you know, I say this all the time. I'm so thankful for Carrie and Eric helping drive the band along and delivering what needs to be done with night ranger yeah and i like that shirt josh um those guys are fantastic in the band that's a nice one yeah that's cool um no they're fantastic they, they fit right along it's like i said i had some reservations when joel left originally um i love joel i don't miss joel i i don't want carrie to ever go anywhere carrie yeah, carrie's he brings attitude to the band oh 100% and Eric is just so much in the pocket w- with his keyboard playing and what he brings to this, that live it's in, and on the studio, like I said, um, he, he really captures what the original night Ranger sound was. And it's, and I can't, yeah, you know, I like and I'm thankful for that. Yeah. I, mean, I was listening to uh high road the other night. I was just, randomly of course as i do everyday listen to night ranger songs and that his opening to that i'm like yeah it's fucking good man it's just i i don't know if it's because eric's a friend of the show but i, I try to listen a little more to his playing when i hear stuff and i'm like yeah i, I like i dig this cat and, you know and i went back i went back and said this before but Andy, you remember the conversations i would call you and say, oh my, when, when Don't Let Up came out, I said, oh my God, have you listened to the keyboards? Yeah. Have you listened to this? They're amazing. You know, he just, Eric captures it. Yeah. And like I said, and, and Carrie is just dynamite. Well, Andy, kind of what you were saying about going back and listening to the keyboards. I just remembered this little story of, it was the Toledo show when they played Toledo this last summer. And I'm driving up and I'm, I'm cranking ATVPO. I hadn't listened to it, you know, in a little bit. So I'm cranking it. And at the very end, there's this cool little keyboard piano thing he plays at the end of dance. And I'm like, God, that's really cool. I I never kind of noticed that before. You know, it's like, and I'm like, that's so cool. I'm like, you know what? I could tell him that here in about an hour. Yeah. So, uh, I'm back here with him, like in the trailer. Um, Got a feeling I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. And I was like, we're bullshitting, drinking a beer or something. This is obviously way before the show. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's fucking cranking, uh, um, you know, ATVPO. And at the end of the dance, you do this cool little, and it's not very long. And he, you know, it's been recorded, what, probably a year and a half ago at that point. And he's like, oh, yeah. And there's the keyboard plugged in there. And he just starts playing it. I was like, that's oh, kind of cool. That's uh, <laughs> really cool, man. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Something you just said kind of, you know, because, yeah, I'm, <laughs> listen- I'm listening to, you know, like another thing with Eric, I, it, with one of the episodes we did where he played maybe Fitz riffs, 
Yeah. Or something like that. I can't remember. But anyways, he talked about playing Touch of Madness and these the spooky he called them like spooky riffs or something like beneath the verses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I heard him play it, I'm like, I don't know if I really ever listened, heard that, you know, because when when you listen to the song, I think I'm always drawn to Jack's vocals. Right. Yeah. And now whenever Touch of Madness comes on. That's the you, only you fucking that. thing I hear is that <laughs> those spooky noises in the verses of a touch of madness. But yeah, Brent, you're right. Uh, you know, Carrie looks the part. He looks know? like a rock star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, it's, he is. It's not like, you know, I don't know. I saw a group photo of Loverboy again <laughs> to bring them up. And I'm like, I'm glad that's not my band. It looks like just us standing around. Yeah. The nice thing about Loverboy is they still sound great. I'm not saying that. Right? They still yeah, sound right. great. At least but, they, you know. Okay, they can sound great. They just right? don't have it on stage. Okay, that's and that's what I'm saying. It's Night Ranger is yeah. a complete package, um, and you know, or Kevin Cronin, like Kevin Cronin looks like everybody's aunt that brings potato salad, you know, to the summer cookout, <laughs> right? Um, especially when he's got the glasses on, uh, and uh, like I said, that's why I like about Night Ranger. Anyways, Carrie Kelly looks the part. Eric looks the part. I mean, it's so different. Like, you know, with Eric's got his, you know, his garb on, it's like a different person. Yeah. Number one. Um, but he looks the part, you know, he has that kind of that fits look a little bit, you know, and, uh, and they've, you know, Eric's definitely got the right, you know, attitude or whatever you want to call it to be in a band with a Jack blades and a Brad Gillis and a, you know, yeah. uh carrie kelly uh um so yeah i agree it's uh you know they've this lineup is you know Solid. great great lineup so yeah I mean, if you lineup. can't have the original lineup this isn't a bad secondary lineup no it doesn't make <laughs> you, me miss it doesn't make do me much miss the original what you got yeah mm-hmm. good call brentry uh, thank you josh yeah. Do you have a, a second item that you're thankful for? I guess I don't. I think my second would be I'm 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 thankful Mojo exists, the record, um, because I mean that's a five year period of Night Ranger, um, and for many that was a, a opportunity for people to meet members of Night Ranger for the first time. I mean everybody, any most hardcore Night Ranger fans have a Mojo story. Yeah, they went and saw them somewhere, and they, you know, were able to meet Brad, were able to meet Kelly, and yeah, they were super accessible on that yeah. tour. Well, any '80s band at that point wasn't doing, you yeah. know, the greatest business, so they're not playing those big venues. But uh, obviously, pre-internet, there's not a lot of video or audio out there. So, can you imagine if we didn't have that record? there really wouldn't be anything from that period. I mean, a couple of live tapes that I have, I think the only live video I've ever seen is that small clip that's on a, on YouTube from, and it's like a show right when they first got together back in like 91 or something. But uh, what I'm saying is if without that record, there's a big chunk of the history that wouldn't be accounted for. And sure. most everything we have, there's something accounted for, um, you know, big life might be the one little, you know, era that we don't have any live video from, mm-hmm. but at least you have the videos and the record and stuff like that. So, 
Um, I'm thankful that that record was able to get done and released because, you know, it was right at the end. You know, I mean, they released October 95 by, you know, by May of 96. They're back with the original members. So, um, you know, without that record, we we would have lost a little piece of Night Ranger history yeah, and, there. And we saw them twice during that time. Yeah, frame, right? so, see, that, that's how great. I mean, you I you always say I have your memories. Yeah. And I, I I'd forgotten we'd seen them twice. We saw them before the record came out. And then after the record came yeah. out and you know, and we've had these discussions and we'll, we'll save it for another episode, but even though it wasn't traditional night Ranger in a sense, cause Jack wasn't there and I, well, I don't know what barometer we used, but we were getting night Ranger. It was Brad and Kelly. And Josh has said, mathematically it was more percentage wise. It was more night Ranger than, uh, than you have now. Technically, yeah. right? So only the percentages. Uh, so only sixty six or sixty percent <laughs> now. Back then, it was uh, sixty six and uh, uh, two thirds. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, we were still excited, even though we didn't. Uh, Brent and I, neither one, were super huge fans of the Mojo album. I was happy to see Night Ranger. Oh yeah, you know? we weren't gonna miss it. Yeah, we yeah we weren't. It was just I'm good. And the uh, again, first... we've been carrying this flag since nineteen eighty two, and people were eighty three, and people. Well, and didn't believe that we love this band that much. And the first time I'd seen that they were back together might have been early '92. Meadow Edge had a thing called Rock on the Rise, and it was new bands that were coming up that had submitted demos or whatever. And uh, I'm flipping through there one time, and I see Night Ranger. I'm like, "What <laughs> on the and rise?" You're like, "Wait, Rock on the yeah." And that's kind of what they said, you know. But like, they've gotten back together. Um, they named some songs on the demo. And I think the only song they mentioned was Wrong Again. So for the longest time, the only song I knew was Wrong Again. Um, so that would have been like early 92. And then September of 93, um, the year before that, 92, Lang- uh, Central Ohio had gotten a new radio station called The Blitz. Mm-hmm. September of 93, they were having their first Blitz Fest. And headlining was Night Ranger. It was oh. outdoors at the Al Rosa Villa. Okay. Uh, and I bet there were 2,000 people there, I guess. I mean, it was an all-day event. Um, a lot of, like, big local groups were there. Mm-hmm. There was an ACDC tribute band. And the Night Ranger at the end of the night. And me, you know, there being no Night Ranger fans at all, especially in 1993, right? Um it was such a surreal experience to be there and looking and seeing a thousand people going nuts for night Ranger. And I mean, they dude, it was awesome. It was just a three piece. Then they hadn't added yet, you know, additional guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it was so night Ranger played the first splits fest of, uh, um, there you go. Good to know. You know, so. we spoke to Gary moon. This never came up, but Josh, you might know. Does he have any video? Do you know of anything? I don't think these guys got shit. I mean, you'd think they would have set up a video camera or something for themselves. I don't think they thought about it like that back then. I mean, yeah. God, I wish they did. I mean, I have a couple recordings in my vault, you know, from Mojo. Um, well, again, when you talk to Jack, letting him my offer still stands on my own dime. I'll come out and sort through his entire 
warehouse of stuff. <laughs> Jack's not gonna have the mojo error. Uh-huh. I'm not looking for I just anything. <laughs> oh. I just want to sort through Jack's uh personal collection. You know, real uh, quick, Josh, on on a side note. Or Brad. Tell so Brad I'll do the same thing for him. This has nothing to do with Night Ranger. Well, it kind of does. Or fits. Um at the first Danny or at the first Danny Repepe show with Boku playing. Oh. I, I saw a Kiss was. family tree the other day, and that was one of Eric Singer's very first bands, was Boku. How about I got, that? I highlighted to Andy. I said, I'm going to check this out. Look at the highlighted part. What are the odds of that? I'll, say, I'll send it to you. It was absolutely nuts. Boku. And I'm <laughs> like, I wish I would ask those guys about it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm maybe telling my- you now because I'd have forgotten later. Um, can't get this hat to become. Well, you got two, like I said, the drummers from Cleveland. You got Michael Cardelloni and Eric Singer. Yeah. And not bad. Don't forget Gilby Clark of uh, Guns N' Roses. Uh, And Andy Parker. And Andy Parker uh, from Cincinnati. Not uh, from UFO. And me. All right. um, Andrew. So my final thing in uh, echoing what Brent said earlier, not to get super sappy, but I'm thankful that my friend Brent being the avid kiss collector that he is, reached out to a guy named Josh and became friends. And then we started this little conversation years ago about, hey, let's get together and talk about Night Ranger. And I'm paraphrasing most of it, but just what this uh, what this community has, has done, uh, just for me speaking, I mean, it, uh, I was telling the story today, Josh. I mean, you, you'll, you can appreciate this. There, I was I was telling how one day I'm sitting here in my living room in Nashville, and I get a text message from a Cleveland phone number that says, "Hey, can you talk?" I'm like, "Yeah, who is this?" Oh, it's Ed Repepe, the tour manager from Night Ranger. Wants to have a conversation with this guy. You know, it's just, it's incredibly surreal. And you and I've had conversations. You've talked about. You've looked down at your phone and had to like stare at the text messages or the missed calls from members of this band that we all love and it's all because of this little community that started a few years ago with you know has if brent never meets josh ah, does this thing ever happen i don't know so i'm i'm just thankful that my friend brent was a super kiss nerd and this guy in lancaster also was a kiss nerd but willing to sell things trade traded trade right so uh, you know, it's 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 cheesy and sappy, but I'm very thankful for what, especially after what's happened in the recent time with the the Mark adventures and meeting people. I mean, the, the this year's Danny Repepe show, I had so much fun meeting people. And Josh, I think you said it, maybe Brian, I don't remember exactly who, but we're no longer alone at a Night Ranger concert anymore. You're not there by yourself. You're there with a shit ton of people who all again i had this conversation with uh orion that i thought orion how many of us thought we were the only ones that still like like josh you just said that at al rosa village you thought you're the only one there who still wanted to see night ranger so it's like i just sometimes that stuff just really hits me and i'm like god dang i love i'm so happy about all this shit so cheesy as it is i'm thankful that uh you guys got together and traded some kiss stuff and yeah, Brent, if it I, if I, it wasn't for that phone conversation that one night, I'll never forget. He, he he and I don't really know each other that well, but we're just shooting the shit. I'm like, what else do you like? 
Oh, I like me some um, Hank Williams Sr. <laughs> so he's naming all this country stuff. And I'm like, really? And all of a sudden he goes out of his lips. Come, And I, I like Night Ranger. I'm like, really? He goes, ding, ding. Hang on. And, he, and he's like, go ahead. I'm like, what? He's well, we'll say something smart and ask you about Night Ranger. I'm like, no, my buddy and I fucking love Night Ranger. <laughs> you have <laughs> saw them open for Kiss on the Creatures Tour, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So there you go. That's, yeah, uh, that's my cheesy one for the. And I remember we just spoke about Nine Ranger for like an hour and a half. After that, yeah, he starts going through his records and educating me on shit. I'm like, oh <laughs> my god, he knows a little bit more than I thought. You know. Yeah. I parted out that box set. Yeah, I, I saw you selling. I mean, was it worth it? Well, I mean, I got I parted out. I probably have gotten close to a thousand, and maybe. But I wanted to keep the box, mm-hmm. the book, and then the gatefolds. So I kept Love Gun and Rock and Roll. Rolling over. And yeah. then the rest I didn't care about. So those all got sold. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, Brent, your. Be yours. Your number two. No, number, number one. one. Your number, your number, number one. one. God. You know, I was trying to think of things I wouldn't duplicate with you guys. Too late, sucker. Good well, looks. This is kind of two Let's answers. It's two answers, but the two answers contain the same thing in every song. I The catalog. I'm thankful for the catalog. And what I'm really thankful about the catalog is the wonderful guitar work, the melodic dual leads um that is night ranger you know yeah they complement the songs so well and the song you know like i said I, I just love the catalog and i'm so thankful they have that melodic dual lead hey quick hey, question regarding that does you guys know off the top of your head are there any songs that do not have dual guitar solos mojo <laughs> okay yeah, take Mojo away. Well, I mean, I think there's a good, lot. Of good songs. call. I always think thinking that way, but there's I mean, a lot of songs that don't have dual guitar solos. I mean, Four in the Morning's just Jeff Watson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I just think um, off the top of my head, like, do they ever just do they always trade off, or is there no. any songs where they it's just one guy takes the lead? And one I think I think you. I would say at least fifty percent is just going to be one. Um, you you should think, talk about that. You think Rumors in the Air is just Brad. Um, can't find me a thrill. Just off the top of my head, just is just Jeff. Yeah. I mean, not that Brad maybe does something at, on an outro or something right, as, right. A, as a guitar solo. Because um, I was just thinking, like, you know, you're, Brent, you're talking about these melodic, you know, songs. It's like a lot of people consider Jeff like the shredder. And I always tell people he wrote some of the most melodic riffs in Night Ranger, you know, oh, especially yeah. like, I mean, you think about the solo in uh, Four in the Morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all Jeff. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, you get some songs like Sing Me Away or, um, Eddie's coming out tonight with all the the dual guitars, but, right? Um, I'd say half, or you get the first half is Brad, the second half is uh, Jeff, kind of like you still rock in America or Don't Tell Me You Love Me. Um, but I think a lot of the songs, you know, solo wise, there's still a lot out there. It's just one person and, doing it. And what's cool is when they do do the dual guitar solos, and they'll come together and play the same thing. 
Well, as I say, I think. Um, God, it's so cool. Is it? Tell me if I'm wrong. Is it rumors where they at the end they go back and forth towards each other, and then they come together and harmonize the soul? Is yeah. it rumors I'm thinking of? No, I don't know if that's uh, at the rumors. at the end of the song. You know, yeah, where, maybe sing they, me away. I mean, where they're on stage and they point to each other. Sing me away. Sing they me do away. it. Yeah, is it sing me away. I'm thinking of. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Um. Yeah. So there you. So, Josh, you can go ahead and just say you're thankful that I exist. Uh, go ahead. Just make yeah. it official. I want to go that far, turkeys. Um, so I guess I would be thankful for everyone out there in fans in motion land. Um, it's kind of like you always hear the you know musicians or whatever say, hey, it's the, uh, the, the two hours on stage is what makes – you know, the other 22 hours of bullshit, um, worth it. And, uh, for those that listen or those who are on the page or at the shows, that's what makes it worth it. You know, not the, you know, the scheduling of when we're going to record and, (laughs) you know, then, you know, oh, fuck, I don't want to, you know, I got to get up and I got to the next day I got to take it and I got to, you know, listen to it again and crop that out and take that out. And I got to copy, you know, just the mundane stuff, of taking the music from here and taking this photo. And why the hell didn't this photo download that I want to put in the credits? And so then I got to save it to somewhere else on my Mac and pull it in that way and all that horse shit. And you know, writing just all the stuff that you don't want to do yeah. to, you know, to get the podcast there and up and going. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. Anyone out there that's listening who's, you know, either we know or, you know, you've never commented on a post before where you're not on the Facebook and you will just listen and you're out there in the universe somewhere. Um, I'm thankful for that. Uh, I'm thankful for those who are on the page and comment and share stuff. And, um, you know, we go to the shows and, you know, get a CM and don't drive me too nutty. And I'm thankful for, you know, for those, uh, as well. So, uh, it's a great community. I mean, if you think about it, um, there's not many, or if any, I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere. I mean, maybe the Kaja Gugu, you know, page is really cool. I don't know. Brandon, it is. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, we got a really good page. I mean, think about like the Kiss pages, right? The Kiss pages have actually made me hate Kiss fans. Like, <laughs> I have no problem buying stuff and selling it for a profit now because oh. i absolutely hate kiss fans um and i hate well, you're not fans. a real fan if you don't if you yeah. don't like just the original yeah. lineup you're i, I bullshit. just everything about it and a lot of these groups do that i mean you, you know i've heard people talk about journey groups and stuff like that and listen if you can't have a a good time in the fans emotion group that's on you yeah, you're just a cocksucker, probably. Oh, uh, easy. Uh, oh. So, and I'm not. And it's, he, he needed the money. Uh, oh. um, 
that's just the truth and that's the most appropriate word i can think of and until we get on the uh night ranger page <laughs> wait how, how do you say cock josh <laughs> so, cock. Uh, um i wrote mine sloppy so i got a <laughs> sloppy cock. i wrote mine big so i got a big cock. um yeah, if your children are there, uh, you can sorry you later. Uh, we're talking well, about we're talking about roosters. That's what. Oh uh, yeah, it were turkeys and cocks, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, well, uh, I think uh, I've had conversations with people. It shows Josh, and uh, I think this goes to you and Brent more than uh, I have zero to do with the posts. I rarely will approve or disapprove anything. I let I let Josh and Brent handle the majority of that or all of it. But you guys, I think, do a fantastic job of moderating and. Yeah. You, you made it very clear early on. This isn't what well, you, if you want to come bitch about politics, this is the wrong place to do it. We're <laughs> to celebrate a great band. Well, we just had big old doucher on the page. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, no, I usually go about three times a week. I'll check to see the activity of what you've deleted. <laughs> you know? There is one guy, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I think be, I know who you're talking about. I would just delete the people, but now I'll approve their douchey messages just so i can tear him a new one and just leave it there and let him get some crap and then i'll delete them but uh anyways you know this is thanksgiving we should yeah talk yeah about the good. we'll talk about that one later but uh yeah that's what i'm thankful for man i'm thankful for the group and the people out there listening you know we joke like ah they got three people listening and um you know it's andy and brent and and you right brent's mom and uh yeah, she doesn't listen and uh no, she, you listen don't you she says no, she, she does no she doesn't um, it, uh no just she doesn't even know what it's called just make some green beans what's and, a pod cart yeah um <laughs> so it, it's something like kroger but, you can uh, click on to get your groceries but uh <laughs> um i mean where the fuck i was going i got on i got on the topic of prince mom and that gets me all foggy headed uh. <laughs> I got a last minute addition for something I'm thankful for because I just found this. I think I sh- I may have shown it or sh- not shown it before, but I'm gonna show it again. Uh, Josh will appreciate. All right, this. you can see it. What we got there. Hey. Oh yeah, the um, the Man in Motion tour. Yeah, look at that Super Bowl bash for the uh the Bengals too. All right, but uh, was- Brent, you know who this belonged to. This is the mailer. So Bogarts used to mail out these little things that, hey, these are shows that are coming up. Brent, it- can you read the name that that's from? It's from Woody Jones. <laughs> How I have it is beyond me. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I need to yeah. get a hold of <laughs> But anyway, I was I was sorting through some stuff, and I found this, and I thought, I don't know if I've shown that to everybody on the show, but that's an old flyer that you would get in the mail from Bogarts down in Cincinnati. Woody Jones. I, I need to get a hold of him. I mean, coming up, besides that, you had uh, bands were great shows to not miss. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness, John Prine, H-Bomb Ferguson, Chastain with Leather. Marshall Tucker Band, Bullet Boys, Tuesday. I went to that show, by the way. Yeah. Dream So Real and Al Stewart. You're Smooth the cat. up in you. H-Bomb Ferguson was a local legend. This was a little frail. <laughs> I don't know. He might have been 78 years old. Little frail. Well, bl- now, black- Abel black man and you'd walk in and you'd hear this incredible music being played and this dude would be on stage with a pink wig like a like a page boy cut yeah 
and just tearing he i i think he was so high he didn't know what he had on his but he was incredible well there you go so last minute uh bonus an old knife flyer from what, 19 you know 89 that's pretty cool you know when you josh you were talking about um the page or the people i mean you gotta think i mean we have mark come from england yep. we had we had people from florida james yeah i mean who were i mean how far i'm trying to think of everybody i've met from all around i mean of course tons in ohio indiana michigan wisconsin minnesota what i've noticed too is um when we post maybe the uh when we post the you know link for the new podcast episode people commenting like i've never seen that person before you know like I, that name that newer picture, names you know, yeah. and they're they're talking about it so and the, i see the numbers and the numbers are you know steadily increasing so someone's out there listening to this nonsense and i guess i am thankful for that that makes all the hard work worth still it. hard um still there but uh, it may you. it makes having to look at brent once a week worth it <laughs> dealing <laughs> with andy once Nipple a week rubs. worth it um so uh thank you from you know the deep dark pit that some would call a heart from me this to you certain uh, level of hell that josh has to sit in once a week but he's got a nice shirt on so if you're out there, leave us a comment. Go to the Twitter and uh, Instagram page and like that those pages as well. But um, uh, leave us a comment. Tell us, you know, mm-hmm. three or two or one thing Night Ranger related that you're thankful for. I will automatically assume we will be somewhere between right one and three. That's we a should given. Be, should be one. Um, and uh. Let us know, uh, you know, what you're thankful for. And if you're out there again, follow us on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Uh, definitely go. If you're not already go to Facebook, type in fans in motion. You shall see us click join and be one of the few in the proud. And you can find us all on Spotify and iHeartRadio and all that stuff. Just yeah. wherever you're listening to uh, your your podcasts. podcast just type in fans in motion and oh my god you will be so delighted when you hear our voices so uh i'm just going to end it because we don't have a good track record on ending shit so on behalf Over. of brent we got we you're you're missing one big thing josh oh my god they're turkeys you're, you're missing <laughs> I, i've been waiting the whole show for this to come up well there's See, here's where we get to our bad ending. So, well, uh, I was waiting for it. Happy Thanksgiving. Giving from, from WKRP. For you, those just joining in, the Pine Valley Shopping Mall has just been bombed. <laughs> From one Josh th- himself. One little thing I like too is, you know, Les gets yelled at for staying in front of that one store. Yeah. The guy tells him to go away. And <laughs> when the turkeys are falling, he's trying to find shelter and he goes to go in that store and he just goes, I can't, can't go, go in, in there. there. 
God is my witness. I thought turkeys could fly. It's crazy to think that uh, uh, one of the greatest know, episodes of television ever made. It's crazy to think that Herb's no longer around and Johnny Fever's gone. And um, yeah, uh, what's crazy is I mean, you think about Les Nesman, right? He was in his 30s when that show started, and he looks so old. Yeah, well, it's like what they say. Remember Beverly Hills Cop, uh, and the two cops that are with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, not judge, not Judge Reinhold, but the other guy, Taggart. Yeah, he was like thirty-seven. Was yeah. he really? <laughs> Looks like yeah. he's sixty. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's what I'm talking about. If you have not seen the WKRP in Cincinnati Thanksgiving episode, go watch that. And turkeys go, away, turkeys away, and Osh. So watch, uh, watch uh, WKRP. I think it's called a fish story. Another yeah. great <laughs> episode. Um, <laughs> So uh, there you go. So hopefully you guys get a lot of turkey and dressing, eat a lot, you know, vegetate. Uh, and you know what? There's two things that are just three things, two things, just two things. Talk about on Thanksgiving. Trust me, it'll go well. One, Night Ranger. Two, politics. So <laughs> um, with that. Uh, you left happy... out religion. Jesus. Eh, yeah. No one, you know. And I... leave your comments on the podcast posting instead of sending in separate things saying i'm thankful for this put it in one spot where it yeah. goes that's where it goes you just got yelled at by your parents there you go <laughs> get off Anyways, my lawn happy thanksgiving later gobble gobble